Hello everybody, hasn't it been a while? Well, uh, I am back again, and hopefully this time I will be more consistent and hopefully not just randomly disappear, but I have got a entire, you know, like, truck full of news on uh, this one, and hopefully the next one. I'm going to be splitting up this episode into two segments, uh, just because I want to try and get something out and, uh, you know, have it, like, somewhat good quality. Now, to start off, I would like to say that in Bedrock, you can now experience what I would presume is probably the final definition of the way they're going to start updating caves. I did initially have some concerns, because older cave systems would of course be higher, and then they would have a bedrock layer, which means you could be mining into new chunks, and then, you know, accidentally mine from new chunks to old chunks, and fall into the void, and possibly lose a lot of progress. However, Mojang has decided to combat this issue, by turning all the bedrock in the bottom of your world to deep slate in the 1.18 beta and then generating new caves beneath it. However, you do get some inconsistencies, which I'm sure they're going to iron out a bit. Uh, but it means that you can then have an entire line of deep slate. And um, I know this, you know, fixes a lot of issues with the whole cave generation thing, but... I'm more interested in the fact that Deep, Slo Deep Slate is now going to be this consistent line you can have, uh, which means if you wanted to, you could just go and harvest that really easy, and for someone like Green on Hermitcraft, link in the description for the channel, could gather it quite easy, and I know there's going to be uh, Deep Slate caves and it's going to be more common, but it also means that it will be literally a solid line about four to three blocks thick. Um, which means, of course, you don't have to go up and down the caves. Uh, I don't think it'd be much easier, but I do say that if you do want some easy deep slate, you could do that. And plus, you could probably like link it up to your existing cave system. Now, continuing with the theme of bedrock, you may have noticed if you play it, now, down when generating a world, you can actually see a bunch of new options, such as things for creation of custom biomes. And I did touch on this earlier, uh, in like, well, not earlier in the episode, but like earlier in podcast episodes, um, that it would be good if creators for things like Minecraft Bedrock could have some more freedom in that sense, because it is currently relatively hard to actually create anything consistent for Minecraft Bedrock, especially with all the changes, and it it does have the nickname Bug Rock. Not, I don't, I think I'm the only one who's actually ever said that. Anyway, going forward on this, it will mean that people will be able to have the modded experiences, which they may have seen a Java YouTuber player, uh, like, have, and they might want to have something similar to that, or maybe in some cases, if some bedrock ports could be made, uh, the same-ish kind of experience, especially has, you know, there's a lot of consoles and a lot of platforms that can play bedrock edition. However, Java is limited to just computers, so to speak, so you, you got your Mac, your Linux, and Windows. I think this has also kind of saved part of the Minecraft community here. I'm not saying that it was necessarily dying, but it definitely did kill off the kind of creative vibe 
when uh, Bedrock basically locked down all of its features, so to speak, when it first became Bedrock. Um, and I think this uh, mainly was due to, of course, it was, you know, it was a complete rewrite in just one program language, C++. So then, you know, the Switch, the PS5 and PS4, the Xbox, and just all the platforms could then play it. Um, but it did create the issue of, of course, then it's it's more or less a new project. Of course, textures and, you know, the rough ideas will be there, but from the ground up, most of it would have had to be recoded. Now, do I actually think that this will be as popular as something like, say, Forge or, like, other mod pack creators slash, you know, sites or whatever? Um, possibly not. It is, of course, first party, which means, you know, it's right there within the actual game, which means, you know, it's coming from Mojang themselves. However, I do think that the other ones got their names due to the fact that they were the ones who did it before, you know, official, like, uh, tools were utilised. It will be great, and of course, you know, most players by now would have seen, and most players will see it eventually. Um, but I don't know if it will be the same, because of course, Bedrock is kind of what it is, and it is a bit of a weird situation with a lot of things, especially has uh, certain mods might not work on something like a lower-end device, which may not run certain features better, or, you know, might not even be able to load certain things if they're a bit larger. Um, so, of course, that might create a bit of a parity issue. Uh, and talking of parity issues, it's a bit like um, how Minecraft or Minecraft Bedrock is literally just called Minecraft, but Minecraft Java Edition got changed to Minecraft Java Edition. Uh, and now this is a subtle change, but it also means it creates this extra divide. And uh, Mojang have been trying to create this kind of, you know, perfect unity where Java and Bedrock are very dissimilar. But it does create even, like, with every passing update, it does create this kind of issue where they drift further apart. And of course, certain things are quite close together, like uh, Java Edition now has simulation distance chunks, just like Bedrock, which basically means... Anything outside the simulation distance chunks will stop, you know, working, like a, a villager will stop moving, which means you can reduce lag, and that means, and that, that's a pretty good thing for Java. Um, but it's, uh, take example, the hotbar. If you look at the hotbar in Bedrock and then look at the hotbar in Java, you will notice very quickly that the EXP bar are completely different uh, colors and this is just one of the many examples of small things which just make it something which isn't necessarily you know close together and of course they are great games and separate games in their own right but it creates this huge divide again and also you know I don't think people should have to ask something like you know am I on bedrock or Java uh, I think it should be you know up there in the title screen uh, so, you know, instead of just saying Minecraft, just saying, like, Minecraft Bedrock Edition. Uh, I don't have anything against Minecraft Bedrock Edition, uh, just just for the record. But um, I just wanted to say that because then, you know, it creates less of an issue. And again, with things like Minecraft and Bedrock, uh, Java and Bedrock, you have situations where people will be looking for answers to one solution, but they'll get something uh, completely different because it will be for the opposing or the opposite uh, version here. Um, 
And, of course, I know they will never truly be the same because they're completely different, you know, code um, code scripts. You know, one's Java, one's C++. But uh, I think, you know, small changes they could do is, like, maybe have a feature where in the settings you could have, um, like, a switch which says Java parity or something like that in Bedrock Edition, which then could change it. So Bedrock and Java, uh, so, so, so something like... Um, you know, the hotbar looks more close to what is on uh, Java and maybe the same on, you know, Java edition, uh, another setting which says Bedrock Parity and you can turn that on and then have something which looks very similar to Bedrock. Um, and it probably wouldn't do much other than just, you know, change little things here and there. And again, there's reasons why, you know, they're different. Of course, for one, again, the code is completely different. It has one is C++ and one's Java. Um, but it's a case of Java has attack cooldown and Bedrock Edition doesn't have basically any attack cooldown. And this just creates this massive divide automatically because Java Edition has the uh, more powerful axes. Bedrock Edition doesn't. And it creates this whole issue. And I'm not necessarily saying one or the other is right. But it also creates this, again, of two different games rather than, you know, like one game but on different platforms. Um, it is a case of, uh, you know, again, it's great the way it is m most of the time. But it's a case of you're sitting there and in Bedrock Edition you can just uh, spam to your heart's content in PvP which you know leads to situations like players being launched in Skyblock but in Java it's more you know time based and everything has to be thought through. Uh, this also could be partially due to the fact that things are played, uh, Bedrock can be played on things like tablets and phones and on tablets and phones you've of course got the issue of the fact that you don't have like a button to click it's just tapping the screen so that could you know be an issue there thinking you know that it's it's going to be hard on players if they if they like misclick because of course they probably will and then they have to wait to actually attack again um it's like just little things like that just tiny little differences some some more major than others but it does create this divide, and um, a lot of things can be fixed with just simple tweaks. Um, and it's a case of, on the internet, you will probably find that people prefer Java Edition a lot of the time. Uh, this is probably because Bedrock Edition is uh, seen as a lesser version for a lot of people, mainly because it came out of the, you know, the blue Java editions, the older edition, uh, therefore it's better people can argue sometimes and it's also a case of in a lot of terms Java edition plainly is better because of you know it's less buggy in the whole of it and of course it has this more you know like um freedom aspect to it and I'm not getting into this debate right now I'll probably do that in a different episode uh but for the most part in that it goes to Java edition uh but it's a case of in Bedrock Edition, you could um, you can like you can place blocks in front of you, and again, that's due to the fact that in uh, in Java you can use like a mouse and keyboard, which means you're probably you know your character's head is moving a lot faster, which means you can speed bridge a lot easier and stuff like that. And it's just a case of that's built for that 
kind of like controller setup, but with Bedrock, it's trying to appeal to all of them. And of course, with things like tablets and phones, uh, you're going to have this issue where, you know, crouching and turning around and placing a few blocks and then, you know, trying to do something probably won't be that great. That's why you can, you know, of course, place blocks in front of you, which is a great feature. And in fact, I think it's not a case of that should be removed. I think, in fact, that should be something implemented in Java Edition. Um, because, of course, that just creates a quality of life feature, which isn't too dissimilar. And, of course, again, it, it solves more of this parity issue. Um, so, moving on quickly. Uh, now that there's going to be more blocks rendered, which, of course, means more work on computers and whatever system you're playing Minecraft on, Chunks will now be loaded cylindrically, which means basically they will be loaded instead of a big cube wherever you move and then, you know, the cubes behind you will start disappearing. It's a big circle made of cubes, uh, which, you know, adds an extra aspect of, you know, smoother uh, frame rate. It would be nice if there was a feature you could turn on um, in Java and Bedrock. Uh, where you could uh, turn it back to square if you prefer that. But it does save a little bit of performance space and, of course, boosts frames per second. Um, and, of course, the way it could work is, uh, as it's a cyl cylinder, if you don't have your chunks too high or, like, super high, um, it would kind of have, like, a fog effect at the edge. So, you know, it kind of seems like it's still a square, but it saves the extra, you know, little corner piece now unfortunately that's all the time i do have in today's podcast episode but i will be coming back um hopefully in the next few days uh, with another one following up this one um and then hopefully more consistent from then on but no promises on that one hope you will have a great day and for now goodbye